Hello and welcome to the Knock On KCLR and Scoreline.ie's weekly rugby podcast. James Blanchfield, Tom Crotty, and soon to be Johnny Tobin is going to be joining us on the podcast soon. Lads, how is? All good. All good on this side anyway. Well, there's plenty happening in the rugby world. If it's um, some good, some bad. Uh... Are you okay, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. That's okay. Yep. That's okay. We'll start you lost the right. county final the weekend. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> the whole Leinster League is based around these derbies, lads. Nothing else matters. Um, you will start with that, but uh, plenty to discuss tonight. We're going to talk uh, Leinster Munster at derbies this weekend. Leinster's game against Connacht Munster getting their first win against the Bulls or Munster beating Bulls. Ireland squad for November. Now that will start with the local stuff. And instead of Kilkenny, we'll start with the derby. Tullock, Carlo, 19-17, Tom, a loss at home. What happened? Um, usual. <laughs> it was a uh, last rain, mucky holiday. Um, we started quite well. Uh, Tullock got a penalty, then we got, um, got a try in the corner, but missed the conversion. Uh our there's so much going on. I don't know what it is when Carlo just when we come up against the maroon and white, it just seems to everybody think just seems to go pear shaped. It's never I know it's local, I know it's derbies, but um I think when you're playing at any 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 type of higher level or wish to play at any type of higher level, these derbies need to be put to bed some way that it's not doesn't take over. I think it just took over the weekend again for some reason. We do this stuff that uh, we shouldn't have been doing. We gave away 16 penalties and uh, two free kicks. So 16 penalties, you're just not going to win again. Uh, a lot of those were around the breakdown. We have to do a lot, a lot of work now uh, over this week on changing the way we, we deal with the breakdown. Um, like, we're to a lot of the better team, not necessarily. I think I even, I think Morris looked a bit kind of shocked at the end, kind of felt this, you know, we probably should have won it. Uh, we scored. We scored three tries to one try. Pookie was just great off the boot. We gave away penalties. They started it. We missed penalties. Uh, we left. We left nine points. You know, nine points off the tee from from uh, penalties behind. We also left uh, two conversions behind. So uh, they just didn't. They we didn't. We didn't play well. We like. It came down to the last bit. Toto were ahead coming into into injury time. They got a penalty, uh, put the score with a score between us. And I think even if you look to the Toto bench, we were just kind of really had down. I was I felt it was gone at that stage, and we worked a really really as good a try as you'll ever see up the pitch. It was scored by Ross Byrne, the prop under it, got uh, out out wide, and uh, okay, we missed the conversion, but we were ahead by two points. Uh, it was really deep into injury time. It was a lot of injury time. Uh, went really. Uh, Tolo kicked off. Um, it was probably, I'd say, it was the first uh, kick off the Pookie hit that wasn't particularly wonderful. It just kind of hit the ground and scuttered, but it for it bounced into our twenty-two. We did the hardest thing, got the hardest job over and done. We won the line out, went straight up. Uh, set up a mall, the mall was flying, and then I don't know what happened, it just went pear shaped. It's these are it's down to a bit of inexperience and not knowing, like, we didn't have no one had the exact time of what was left. Um, 
there's a lot of inexperience uh, in in the way it was dealt with. Uh, our winger came and had stood back. Our scrum half didn't see that our ten uh, Richie was in the pocket. All he did was booted up the field, and uh, the ball was ripped out of the rook and passed to a winger who didn't have the support. Support players didn't expect that he was going to get it, and went straight into into the taller pack and sort. You know, Pookie's not going to miss that. I'd say he was been dreaming for that one for a long time. This is one of his nice little dreams to win a game against Carlo and the you know ball goes through the post, final whistle is blown. We were just in discipline. We came, like we had there was no one really played well across the board. Um, the we got to, we were just over trying stuff. Uh, as I said, the penalty count was bad. Like. We had three guys come off the bench. Scott Neal came in. Uh, Scott's been rocking really hard. He's an ex-Kilkenny Kilkenny College guy. Um, he's been working really hard in the second since last year. He come in, came in and uh, had a really good game. And he was the one that he took over the throw and the ball for the last... Okay, he gave away a, a silly free kick with his first one. He, he half dummy the ball. But will that put that behind? He hadn't played that in a long time. So then he uh, he got he got that final throw, and the last one was brilliant. But uh, I don't know. It was uh, a bit of a I can't really say that because Tullo played their game plans. I mean, even talking to Morris afterwards, they didn't exactly do what they had planned to do against us with kicks and stuff. It wasn't a great. It was like a real derby game, but. As I say, like it was three tries to one. We outplayed, we outplayed them on on when it came down to the ball in hand. But just Tullo, usual, really stuck to their guns, and you can't take that away from them. We all know. I mean, Johnny will tell you; he just knows that's that's just the way Tullo can just keep stuck, keep with their heads stuck into it. Mm. And you give away penalties, having a kicker like Pokey on board. It's just you can't afford to miss. You can't afford to be inaccurate. You know, you can't afford silly mistakes. Um, but look, that's uh, What's that's a, just the way the cookie crumbles. It's not look, our lads know it's really disappointing. It is, it's happened so regularly now. It's just uh, Johnny, you weren't here when they said it's like it's just amazing when the car will come up against even when we have when we have sides there that you know you feel that we're a stronger side when it comes down to seeing the maroon and white, it just seems to just go everything seems to go a bit out the window so. I was saying like local derbies. If you want to, if you want to succeed, these local derbies have to become more than just a you know this this game. It needs to you need to put teams away and play the same as you play. I mean, put it this way: if we if it was any other team out there on Sunday, it would have been a different show. Hmm. I and mean, I know for a fact it would have been a different show. But yeah. um, I can't can't take away a win. They played. Tough rugby, as they do, not as they do. They kick really, really well. We had the wind in our back in the first half. We didn't get one decent kick. Uh, Tolo got three fifty twenty twos for time. So, mm -hmm. what's this end. try for five carry on? The Tobin's been talking about all week. Where's my name, Stephen? My name is not. I put it in there. Hold on, there, there it is. Oh, five is <laughs> live. <laughs> have it on the scroller there as well. We we we'll give John Colgan a shout out here. He sponsors the Car the M Cup, and we've won the last four years in a row. Of it so the drive for five is strong, lads. Do you get to keep yeah. the cup then if you get five in a row? 
We keep it every year, lads. We're never doing a back shower. It's a great one. <laughs> but Johnny, you can't say never give it back to us because, in fairness, uh, we're uh, lads. What mine? You know, this is all a bit of crack. Uh, we've never had it to give it away. So yeah, well, well, true. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> all look, in the name of good fun, lads. All in the I name think, of good fun. As I say, I think Tolo just uh, came out with a and just. I mean, the last Stevie Smith is you last Stevie Smith there in the warm up. It's a big loss, big loss Huge. for them, you know. Huge loss. But yeah, Scott, well, Scott Carback had a great game at number eight, for you know, it's really solid, yeah. solid chap. You're, you bringing know, in, you're bringing you're, you're bringing in a very experienced campaigner there instead of Stevie, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, His mentality though against Carlo would have would have changed the game. Like I know what Tom just said there that was on the other team they would have won and they outplayed us. Smith was on the on that park and Adam Johnson was on the park. We're missing Adam Johnson as well. And Adam Johnson's an incredible player. He played for me last night in the college. I think he got three or four fifty twenty twos last night. He got seven last week. Like he's just a, an extraordinary uh, eye for the uh, the corner when it comes to that fifty twenty two. But like I think it would have been a completely different ball game if we had them boys there, we wouldn't have been that tight. And that's just my honest opinion. Because Stevie there, he's worth ten points in a Tolo Carlo game. Easily, like you know, his mentality, like he's He's just he just brings it up a different different level, you know when it goes to that like, um, but yeah, it was typical that we kind of got bogged down in the bit of stuff as well. Morris was saying we didn't um, we didn't execute most of our stuff, to be honest. Like, and I mean you have a prop playing eight for you and you have four props in the field all the time, it doesn't help you either because it doesn't do anything for your your front rowers that want to go sixty minutes and come off because Scott's in the back row after going sixty minutes with you, so you know. But, uh, yeah, we we had that. All issue we too, lads, is the drive for five is alive, and Pooka's <laughs> kick was incredible. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that was well, the. But that, would you believe it? Like that was the ease of his kicks. Like I mean, but it's not. It's down to like what we're. It doesn't matter who, what, what game we're talking about. It, it's if you miss, if you give away penalties, and you have the opposition have a good kicker, you're going to suffer, and yeah. that's just that's just yeah. that. Uh, yeah. Like the second. Our seconds, the seconds had a, the seconds game was a cracking game. That was 43, 42-38 was the final score. 12 tries. Wow. 12 tries. Six each. Uh, there's... I believe it was, it was a great game. It was backs against, it was Carlo backs against Hullo forwards. Um, it was, <laughs> we had, our backs were flying. We had all, nearly all the tries came from the backs. Uh, well, we four tries from the backs. Billy Fitzpatrick, young lad, just came in from Bangastown playing schools in Bangastown. He's he's uh, turned out to be a really good player. Ian Atkinson has come back as the son of the famous Akos, come down from the hills to um, play. He used to play in Kilkenny College, uh, 12 or 10. But Ian had a superb game, first game back playing rugby in a long time. Uh, had a cracking game in the center, scored a try. Um, uh, Diego's Johnny knows him, lovely little Spanish kid that came over. Diego, happy, happy, chappy, just right, you know, came right to the college, come up to the club. Look, he's a nice, lovely chap and uh, played very he's well. Great the weekend. Uh, came his brother Conal scored a try, Sam Dunn scored a try, another college, one of Johnny's boys down below as well. And uh, I have to give special mention in a second to Dave Keppel, the captain. I mean, he's really just pushed it forward this year and, um, I don't think we would have won that game uh, at the weekend only for him really, really, really pushing lads through. You know, he, he drove lads on and, and played with a, just played by total example. Um, 
and Peter Hennessy came back after a stint with Tin Round after the football and Peter went in 10 and hasn't played 10 in a while. Normally plays full back, had a great game and uh, the difference between it was Peter's kicks. So there's two games. Like we won, we lost the first because we missed kicks as well. We win the seconds because our kicks went over. So, uh, and Tolo had, a, as I just said, Tolo had a, their pack were phenomenal. Your guy, younger, what kind of man from Tolo, from a tie? Yes, no tool. Yes, no tool scored two tries. I think he scored two tries from the from in tight. Like he's a, a bit of a wrecking ball. He's an absolute wrecking ball. <laughs> yeah, I found, found, found him hard. Found him hard to manage. But look, it was a, it was a great, a really, really good game. Um, Stuff. Yeah. Um, so Tolo, uh, Johnny, uh, away to tie Saturday night. Um, looking to chalk up another one as well. It's only over the road, so it's moved to half seven. Obviously, following what yeah. Carlo did as well, just to get it out of the way on the Saturday. Yeah, and it's um, the seconds are actually playing tomorrow night. Uh, first, they're going to play Friday night, quarter quarter eight. Uh, we have a wedding today. Actually, Killian Murphy, one of our seconds players, getting married today. So there's a few lads away at that, and then we're going to play the seconds then tomorrow night and the first then Saturday night. So we're hoping to have may, may hopefully have Fionn Killian's brother back for the first on uh, on Saturday night. Maybe not. We'll see how he goes. But um, yeah, it's uh, look at it. I don't want to sound arrogant or cocky, but it's a completely different year than what we were last year. This time last year we were. Second from bottom, surviving on losing bonus points. This time of year, this year, we're top of the table with obviously a losing bonus point getting us there, but some good performances uh, to get us there along with it. Like So, looking forward to playing a tie. We don't really know much about them. A lot of us went into Carlo to watch them play Carlo that day. Uh, hard to tell much about them in a, in, a, in a bad weather day like that. We left you in the dark, Jenny. Um, they don't... What? So we left you in the dark. We left twice. us in the dark. Twice. <laughs> sure, it doesn't matter so we got over it anyway <laughs> we crossed your hurdle as well we crossed this one I'd say too um, but very, well, what we got from the very, they, they play a very kind of real 1995 kind of style rugby two pods of four and they just batter and batter and batter away um, when, it's a, when it's a wet day we haven't seen them obviously in a dry day but they have some incredible backs as well like to Craig Miller there in a dry day I'd imagine he'd uh, he caused you a bit of hassle. He didn't cause you too much hassle, uh, Tommy and Carlo, but um, I'd say on a dry day now, he caused you serious problems. We're looking forward to it, though. Um, it's a half an hour spin, like we were talking about early in the year. Tolo Carlo, I tell you, if we had Kenny in the mix as well, should be three great games to have going on the year, half an hour spins up and down the road. Um, yeah, so that's where we're at. Good stuff. Uh, and the most important thing is we're sitting, we're sitting top of the table going into Halloween. <laughs> You know, so it's a completely different turnaround in 12 months than where we were last year. <laughs> now, I know leagues are not one at the start of the year, but they're definitely lost there. So if we can keep going the way we're going and keep building off what we've been doing over the last couple of weeks, we have a few new players um came in, they were later, or even they were meant to be here for the start of the year, but they're here now and they're ready to rock the football and the tough, other stuff to tie them up. So uh, it's guess. exciting to see what Friday and Saturday bring. Yeah, absolutely. And best of luck with those, Johnny. Uh, Kenny had a, lost it uh, to Gory at the weekend. Um, James, 25-11. Um, what happened? I didn't get down to what I was speaking to a few lads. Like, we're our own worst enemies. Like, we're coming off the back of a cracking win at home to um, Bective. Riding high, we should, we should have been going to Gory. I've targeted seven, eight wins in this league season. Gory home and away would have been two of those wins that I would have been targeting, albeit 
Gorey have probably the most potent attack at the moment in the league. They're scoring tries left, right and centre, albeit they didn't get four to four try bonus point against us on Saturday. But I think our discipline let us down. Yeah, we were missing, what, seven seven lads. But irrespective of that, as I said to you on the weekend, we still had a very, very strong team. Very, very strong team that took the field. Um, and I just think, look, it's discipline. I think it's application. Um, Gory, as we all know, it's not an easy place to go. Um, and, you know, if it turns into a game where you're scrummaging the whole time, they'll push you around the pitch and they'll give you a hard time. Um, we had an opportunity, a brilliant break with Podgeman in about 10 to 15 minutes and we would that, that would have been the first score of the game. Had we gotten that, I'd say we'd have kicked on, but we were constantly chasing the game then. They got the first score from what I believe at a family event and so I couldn't go. We, we were constantly chasing the game from there and um, we just had, look, we just make life hard for ourselves and, you know, it doesn't get any easier this weekend now. We have Monkstown come to Kenny, they're top of the table. They're realistically probably the, the, the outright favourites for the for Division 1A of the two million dollar teams as they're being referred to in Dublin at the moment. Um, they are probably the more outright favourites of the two of them. So it doesn't get any easier this weekend. So we have to what's in the past, what's what's in the past is in the past. We need to just build now and make sure that we get something out this weekend against Gorey at home. There's no reason why we can't beat them, as I said, coming into the Bective game. If we're switched on, if we arrive with the right mentality, if our if our line-out is, is, is functioning as it's meant to, if our forwards work hard enough to give the backs the the um, the, uh, the latitude that they need to score. Because if we give our backs proper ball with the forwards creating overlaps, give the backs proper ball, I'm in no doubt that our backs will score all day long. But... As I said, we're just our own worst enemies at times. Yeah, it's a good place to look at that. Yeah, it's a home match, Kenny. Yeah, it's a home match, yeah. And we just look at where I don't know what it is. Um, like, can I say on paper, or you're a better team than us? No. Um, yep, they have a couple of good players in the bed. They have uh, Stevie Gardner there, they have Jordan Horn, a couple of good Wiley season campaigners. But equally, is that like we have West Carver, we have Joe Manuel, all the other missing Doc, but we have Gary Dunn, like pound for pound. On paper, where we were every bit as good as Gory, but something just seems to happen to us when we go to Gory. It was the same down there last year. We had the game won. We were playing the better rugby. From what I saw in the video this week, we were playing the better last week. We were playing the better rugby, but we just concentration, head not in the game, blah blah blah. So hopefully we'll have three or four bodies back. Brenda McSorley is back, I believe, this week for his first game, and so it'll be interesting to see him fitting back into league rugby. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, it's hope we can we can come away this weekend with something. Fortunately, for the seconds, they lost as well. Um, having gone a couple of good wins on the bounce and up there at the top of the table, they got a good beat in the weekend. So hopefully, we can uh, we can all teams can bounce back this week. Absolutely, Tom. Really briefly, uh, before we move on to Leinster, Munster, and the Ireland squad here heading for uh, Longford this weekend. Yep. Yeah. Uh... First and seconds are playing half one and three. Uh, look, we have to make up for last week. We've no, we've no choice. We have to go. We have to go with the, the attitude to win. Uh, we know from last last season that um, Longford are a tough, tough team. Um, they can, they'll keep going to the final whistle. Um, they're a bit similar to Tullow in that way that they, you know, they're 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 very much dogged at home. They're hard to hard to get a win out of them. And uh, they've lost their first two games, so they have an extra one to to try and they're 
both both teams have different issues. We have to if we were with any chance to a chance of promotion or chance to get up into the top two to stay in the top top two to you know to get a chance of promotion this season. We have to we have to win these games and um so it's a case now of of uh, traveling to Longford. We have to win for that, and they have to win to to keep themselves out of the bottom of the division. So, yeah, Dundalk. I just saw that Dundalk had a massive win against Wicklow, blew them away in Wicklow. Um, they have all their footballers, but to the they have their footballers back. And I think they're mm-hmm. after getting a bit. They're after getting a bit of a buy-in, and I think after beating Wicklow, they'll have even a, a stronger buy-in from uh, guys coming back to. Because I said that they they have the issue. They don't want a free fall. If they had lost that game, they'd be in a in a situation probably the same looking to do what happened to us. Uh, where you free fall, and it's very easy to do if you're not careful. You can free fall down another division, and before you know it, you're in Division Two A. So they'll um, obviously have a buyback in from them. But look, back to the back to Longford. Um, couple of ch- we're going to have a couple of changes uh, uh, in the pack, um, and one or two in the back. So we're still missing. Um, with Ross, I mean, we lost Ross Adams number eight at halftime against Tolo. Massive, massive, massive loss because um, Ross is um, so sharp off the back of the scrum. Um, you know, he got a knock in the first half against Tolo and probably should have come off earlier, um, but he wasn't really with it. And then he came off at halftime. Um, he won't be available this weekend. Uh, but look, we're going to go as strong as we can. Um, we've a couple of guys coming back in from, from injury. You know, are quite ready. Uh, Jeff McDermott played with the seconds at uh, scrum half, so Jeff will be giving a bit of competition there um, in for scrum half. And as I say, we still have those couple of injuries that we got at the start of the season. And uh, but look, it's a huge game, huge game, huge game, huge game. The lads know it's a huge game, but it's a mental thing too. You have to get over what, what happened last weekend away. I mean that's it's, it's that's a psychological thing, and you don't want pressure. You don't. You want to have. You want to play without pressure to go and play your own game, and just w- try and win and get your points on the board to in your own sense and stick to your own way of playing and uh, try and get the pressure of of wins. Uh, you know, out of your head and just go and play rugby. That's the hardest thing um, to do, especially coming off the back of a loss. So you need, we need to just revamp. Oh, look, we had a good training session. Tuesday night and we had a good meeting beforehand and we know what we've done wrong and uh, we know how to fix it. It's just a matter of putting them into place. So, uh, as I say, Longford, yeah, Longford says, uh, <coughs> Longford won't be easy. You know, good no, side. Never always, a, uh, always a good side. Look, we saw a few of their highlights there. They're uh, off on the match against Wicklow. I mean, they only barely only barely lost the week, though. I think they only barely lost the other week, the week as well. Mm-hmm. That's, they, were, they were 22-10 up with 10 minutes left. Against Mullingar last weekend, yeah, and they lost twenty five twenty two, yeah. <laughs> so I'd be worried on that aspect for, for not for you but for anyone like that they could run up that kind of a score, and like if, if they could manage to hold the pressure on, then you'd be in a serious bother up there, like you know. Yeah, it's when they get into the twenty two, when they get into their twenty, when you get into your twenty two, it's where they cause a lot of damage. Just yeah. saying, uh, the big ball carriers similar, they're similar to yourselves, Johnny. You know the. If they're in close to your line, they're um, they're fairly dangerous. So look, we'll um, 
Fingers crossed. We just have to put everything exactly. behind us and keep moving on. That's Absolutely. Life. That's life. I just want to mention our women as well. They had a, they've gone two from two in the Leinster League now. They blew Tullamore out of the water up in Tullamore there the weekend. So they've gone two from two. Really, really impressive start to the season. They beat Garda by a hockey score. They've beaten Tullamore now, I think, 47-12 on the weekend. And they are wanderers at home this weekend. So we're rooting for them now to go three from three this weekend. All fingers crossed. So I think that's one o'clock in Fugstown on Sunday. Very best and I, I'll have to jump in with the girls because I know it's just Johnny and myself are both involved, both are clubs with the Rhinos again. Uh, played really, really well last week. The, the 16s had an, an outstanding game in Tullow against Mullingar, who were last year's under-14s champions. Um, it was absolutely phenom- phenomenal game. And uh, the girls um, only lost by a try. Which is un- unreal. Yeah. Um, the Mullingar coach came over afterwards and complimented us on uh, on the way we played and the way the girls, the way the girls played. Said we were the, the the strongest competition that they've had all season. So it's a big boost. But the girls who have a lot of girls there haven't played before, um, and a lot of new girls coming in. And uh, the rugby between the two clubs is just flying. The 14s are now, and this weekend we're away to Greystones in the plate and. Uh, the 14s are in the cup, still in the cup. So the the combination of the two clubs is really showing. Now I know we were baiting heads on Sunday, but when it comes to the girls, uh, it's just getting from strength to strength to strength. And we have to say, keep pushing, keep pushing because girls are getting rugby in in in, in Carlo, and it's great. Carlo, yeah, it's great. Absolutely, can't, can't have you showing me in our in our Our women are playing railway on the weekend in their first game of the year. So. Um, hopefully that goes well for them. Yeah, Two wins absolutely. out of carrying them. Yeah, we send that right. So, so yeah. hopefully it goes well yeah. for them. Best yeah. of luck, uh, lads. We're, we're, we we don't have an awful lot of time yet, but we'll get through Leinster, Munster, and we'll have a look at the Ireland squad as well. Uh, I suppose the thing coming into this is Leinster, a bit of a scrappy win over Connacht. Uh, they got dragged into a bit of a an old messy sort of a game, um, and Munster notched up their first uh, win. Uh, beating the Bulls and uh, a good performance and a man the match put in by Joey Carberry is all forgiven, Johnny. No, no. comment. No comment. <laughs> it's going to say, Steve, you're, you're putting a lot of time in for this Leinster Munster. It's not going to take a whole lot because... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Listen, to be Leinster honest... After having a really bad performance last week, they're going to be playing Munster and the Viva this week. 40,000 people. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I'm going, up, I'm going I don't up think they have. I don't think they have it. The crowd aren't, but the tickets are not selling very 39, well. 39,000 tickets, I thought. So that is. Maybe so, there yeah. has been an update, yeah. yeah My yeah, tickets for it, anyway. It wasn't, it wasn't flying because, I mean, most of have a, a serious injury this now. Yeah. Mm. Like they can't, I wouldn't they watch can't, it, They can't afford, they can't afford um, any injuries, to be honest. And, yeah. and uh, Ty, looks like Ty Byrne is gone uh, for this yeah. weekend. Um, I don't know. I think that, I, I think... It could be very, very one-sided unless unless Munster play with a complete heart and you know get stuck in. Uh, so, I think it could be very poor. I tell you who. I, I, the only one thing we'll say is the two boys who went away on that trip to down below to uh, whatever has happened. Uh, who is it? Uh, Jack, Jack Crowley and, and Thomas Ahern. Oh, sorry, yeah. 
Sorry, a wise man backwards. Such a pep in their step and so much more confidence. So I don't care what anybody says. Like if that's if that <coughs> even if just two players come out of that uh, trip away, it has I, to be worth it. What are you saying, James? Jack Crowley has it. Jack Crowley is X Factor. Just watch him the other day when he got the balls and the little steps and everything he was doing. He broke through gaps and it was class. I just, it was mesmerized watching the few minutes he was on yeah. the pitch. Same with Tom Ahern. There was one phase of play in mm-hmm. about four or five minutes. I'd say Tom Ahern must put in four or five carries. He was just popping up everywhere. He was like that little game where you have to hammer the heads down. He was just everywhere, like, you know. <laughs> That's yeah, some reference and, uh, to Tyler's Hearn. Actually, and... He's going to be on some stepladder to hit that lad's head. That other young fella, Edwin, uh, a dog, a dog book. Oh, yeah, he's a, but, an animal. Yeah, and all he's injured as well for the weekend. He's out. Yeah. But that lad is some unit. He's 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in the race. He's only 19. He is yeah. a unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely has to be one. No, I mean, it's good for Irish rugby because we are struggling at times for second rows and, and sides in Ireland. Yeah. And uh, he just saying, "Cheesy had a hate, hate, just a massive unit." Yeah, um, Joey got man the match as I was saying. Seemed to be throwing the ball around a lot more than than his usual sort of kicking game. Um, looks like Munster. You can sort of half see what Munster are trying to do a bit. Uh, like Joey's distribution was pretty decent. Uh throughout that game uh, as well. But then someone was saying to me the other day, he says, well, with him named that full back the week before and all the chat going on, he says, did he finally just step up and with it, and had a pissed off performance, as I call it? Um, or does that what it takes to get him up to that level? I think it's going to a little bit more this week as well. Well, yeah, you know, absolutely. I, yeah, think, really, yeah. I think kind of there's, a, there, there's multiple things that can be put through, but I think the forwards muscle down they, they they didn't make the handling errors in the tight that they did. There was a few times when I thought, oh, here we go again. It's going to be like Connacht mm-hmm. inside the 22 and they're not gone. The forwards didn't do that. So I think once the monster forwards are moving and do what monster forwards are meant to be doing, I think it makes things easier for the backs with the game plan that Mike Prendergast wants to play and attack. You know, it's all down to the forwards have to do their business. Mm-hmm. And once Joey Carby gets that and gets the service he got off Craig Casey, he needs quick ball, the slower ball, the slower ball that 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 Connor Murray will give doesn't suit Carberry in my mind. Carberry needs a choppy scrum half that's going to give him ball quickly and then let him do what he needs to do. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to that match. That is Saturday evening, and going up to it with myself and the kids and that. So looking forward to it. And um, it's. Uh, what do you reckon, Tom? You reckon it's going to be a fair walk in the park for Leinster? Um, yeah, I hate admitting it because I like to say, I like to, I mean, it's like there, any derby you want to have. A, I'm hoping that there'd be nothing worse for them to, for it not to be uh, a, a good derby and, and a tight game. But I just fear that with the injuries that from last weekend, I think the pack are going to get eaten. We don't have, they don't have to, they just so I think just have so many injuries and 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 in key positions in front rows not you know they just don't have that strength and depth and it's really going to show this year mm-hmm. um with with the amount of injuries that they have and to lose to lose Tyburn and and uh, i'm hoping that edwin uh double can play he's there thereabouts he didn't give an answer just look i was trying to figure out today whether he was the honor whether he's looking good but they haven't announced that he's available but at the moment he's basically not but Tyburn is gone and that's a massive loss. It is. You know, you can see the strength and depth. Of it depends what team Leinster pick. I mean, yeah. but it doesn't matter. They just have such strength and depth to come into it. And 
Do you reckon Frawley will start? Why not? He played, but he's yeah. he's just he's the answer there at the moment. Like Johnny has to, you can't kill Johnny at this stage of the season. It's a long season. We're going to have autumn internationals coming as well. So I mean, Kieran needs his. He, I mean, to me at the moment, he is the number two. Uh, what you call him? Missed a load of kicks, which is the first time ever. Um, Burn Ross Burn missed kicks at the weekend. You know, so uh, I don't think Harry Burn has been looked at too much. He was playing for Lansdowne two weeks ago. Yeah. Harry Burns he got, injured, he got injured as well. Yeah, yeah. he got injured got warming him, up for Lancer, I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Jesus. So yeah, so I think the next the next style is that it's going to be it's go, it's going to be down to Kieran Frawley and as the understudy. And I think um he's just he's just uh, I think he's just there. It's going to be like I, I I at the moment if he starts playing well, Joey Carberry's position as number two is definitely well under threat. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and speaking of which, uh, Joey, Kieran, and Johnny Sexton are the outhaves named in the Ireland squad for the Autumn Internationals. Uh, so that was that was expected anyway. We, we spoke about this last week. Um, any major surprises there, lad, it's in that uh, team? I don't think so. <laughs> no. Happy to see Calvin Nash get a shot at it. Yeah. It's good to see something like that. Um, happy to see... Um, Jeremy Lockman called back in as well. Apart from that, there's no major surprises. I thought um, young um, Tom Ahern might have gotten a call up given the potential injuries that are there in the second row, but obviously he's in the A squad, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. And delighted to see Gavin Coombs in there as well. Not trying to be Munster bias, but I think he's a player that I've been watching. We've all been watching for nearly two, three seasons now. Oh, yeah. if he's, he's just... A good, a good hard rugby player, and sometimes that's what Ireland needs, you know. Yeah, he's he got, he got, he got well. two. He got two at the weekend. But I mean, the big mm-hmm. note thing you have to note: there's only four. There's only four monster players in the whole of the pack. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the first time in years that I mean that it's it's getting less and less. And that's yeah. just showing you that with injuries that we had. I mean, Ty Burn and like and Ty Burn is in there, and he's doubtful. Yeah. So unless uh, that's the only hope you'd have, I mean, for younger Hearn is that maybe if Ty Burn is injured, that they might look at. If Ryan Baird yeah. there named in the back row, but like obviously can play second row as well. Uh, yeah. He's been playing a lot in the back row for Leinster so far in the URC. He'll end up in the second row, but at the moment, in my mind, he's so dynamic and he's so quick and fit and agile, you have to play him in the back row. I think I see Cal- Calvin Nash is the new addition there in the back three. Yeah, delighted um, to see him in there get a shot at it. I know, right. I know Monster Centres because they don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're finally coming out of the darkness, Tom. <laughs> I'm not coming out of the darkness. I still, I still love going to the park. It's still great crack. It's still, the, it's still mighty crack, but it's just... I just fear. I just fear for the Irish rugby struggling because at the moment we only have two provinces really kind of performing. Yeah, um, that's not. And then we keep saying, I know it sounds like a broken record, but I think to have to keep such a to keep the country flying, we have to have all four provinces. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you know, we can't have a I can't have a Leinster train the whole time. It has to it have to have competition. Yeah, I look at Munster, right? They let a whole front row go in the last season. They let James Cronin or John uh, Cronin. They left the hooker, even though the chapter went healing trail finders, Burn, uh, O'Burn from Cork. And they left um, the other loose head, head off, or tight head, John Ryan head off. They've brought and no John Ryan is unemployed, and he's unemployed. I'm now. about to say, John Ryan's coming back. Yeah. Guys, he's not to go either. 
he's unemployed at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Could have done with him. Big time. But sure, there's nothing there's nothing outstandingly surprising with that Irish squad, lads. No. Like, no. Really and there's a lot of it based on injury as well, like James Lowe and the heap of missing as well. Yeah. You know. Um so you know, interesting to see. I think there's enough there's enough of a mix in there that you can have a look at a couple of lads under pressure, like um Gavin Coombs make the step up and a couple of other lads. Um yeah. It is grand. <laughs> it is what it is. The props we still, we're having we issues still with props in the game. <laughs> huh? Why are you saying, Johnny? We'll still watch all the games. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we will. It'll be grand. I'm looking forward to looking forward to Leinster uh, Munster this weekend as well. Uh, the first match to be at now in, in a small while um, up in the Aviva. Uh, yeah, and your lads go well in your own games as well. Tullow at high Saturday night, half seven. Carlo in action against Longford on Sunday. And on Saturday, Kilkenny entertain Monkstown in Fugstown. The best of luck, lads, in all your games. Cheers. Uh, Before weekend. we uh, shoot, I yeah. want to shout to the college there before I get the, I get the bullet off some of the lads. We had uh, two good wins yesterday um, and two very good wins last week as well, which we we, we didn't do a podcast last week. SCTU. Yeah, SCTU Carlo, don't don't mix it up. <laughs> the Waterford lads could get their high hopes up. Um, we're going very well. We've 53 lads training Monday and, and Wednesdays, and then we've games then as well. We've 45 of them out yesterday with a few injuries and stuff as well. But we've a lot of local lads involved there. We've a good few Tulla lads and a good few Carlo lads involved in as well. So, uh, really positive and puts us on top of the tables there with 10 points from both games. So, going well. Absolutely. Best, best of luck, Johnny, for the rest of the season, lads. Thanks a million. We'll wrap it Cheers, up for there. Is the knock on. Yeah. Talk to you next week. Best of luck, lads. Talk to you. Bye bye.